the Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the storytelling and improv comedy podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then we take those stories and use them as inspiration for long-form, improvised comedic scenes. That's right. Uh, We have a Patreon where we do an extra uh, weekly episode where we sort of talk shop. Um, And we also have a Discord channel where you can talk about the show or comedy in general or ask us questions or anything you like. So that's all at patreon.com slash themeatimprov. Let's get into uh, the actual show now. uh, will this be our first show in, Ju- show in July? I think it will be. Yes, I think uh, so. <laughs> I don't know why that matters, but that's the truth. Um, we have two first-timers, um, very special guests, uh, from Lotions 11, Amalia Aquino. Uh, hello, Amalia. Hi, Amalia. Hello, hello. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Here. Um, and from Bird... Uh, I have already forgot. <laughs> bird, bird control. Bird control. Sorry. I'm so sorry. World famous bird control. <laughs> it's Sarah Zimmerman. Uh, hey. Hi, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, well, this is great. We're 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 turning the corner on. Um, I don't know. Well, I was going to say three months in quarantine, but there's so much else going on in the world. I'm I'm not in Los Angeles, uh, but it doesn't matter for the purposes of this show. Well, uh, what? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I mean, for the purposes of talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> a little chit chat, you know. A little chit chat. Um, it's crazy. Uh I'm kind of only hearing secondhand about stuff going on in Los Angeles about like, I heard about Hugo's tacos closed down uh, because customers were harassing them for make Hugo's made them wear masks or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love Hugo's tacos. It might be top five place that I like eat in a pinch. It's like, (laughs) I eat there a lot. I used to live right by there. Um, and Los Angeles fucked up in that regard. Uh, but I was surprised to hear that. Do, do you think that since, like, I've been gone for about two weeks, do you think that things have, like, been lax in terms of, like, have, has more people, have, have there been more people without masks and stuff like that? Mm, probably like, depends I, on where you're at. Yeah. yeah. You mean, like, in the L.A.? Yeah, or even, yeah, like, L.A. County versus Orange County versus... Yeah. 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 I just didn't think it was that big of a problem like at stores and stuff when I was in LA. But now I saw I saw that Trader Joe's woman <laughs> seeing Hugo's and like <laughs> from yeah. a, from an outside perspective it's like it's cr- it's crumbling but I re- do realize that it could just be like you know. Uh, I feel like there's also just a lot of like discussion and blame being placed on like individual people for not wearing masks when like what the hell like Garcetti is like saying in one breath that we need to like open all the bars and get back to normal with businesses and then in the very next tweet being like stay at home stay safe protect everyone (laughs) like how are those things compatible 
and I, I don't know I I wondered how much you can blame like all the way down the line like random people that end up at a bar and then get infected like you can't wear a mask at a bar the whole time like so what do they want from people like yeah uh, yeah, it is mixed messaging. I'm wearing a mask, you guys, just so you know, and I don't want anyone <laughs> to go to bars. I don't want anything to get misconstrued. Oh. You're not wearing a mask on the Zoom call, so. Fuck. <laughs> 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 it's hard to tell. Well, I will. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, I went from Los Angeles to San Francisco to Salt Lake City, Utah, to Nebraska to here. Man. Um. Long days in the car. Uh, San Francisco was probably more there. I, th- I felt like overall it, they were more adamant about the mask stuff than Los Angeles. I just uh, like, even if people weren't like in my neighborhood in Los Angeles, I see people all the time, not wearing masks, walking their dogs and stuff like that, which I kind of get yeah. when you're outside, but I still wear one where I jog and stuff. But everyone in San Francisco at least had one handy, you know? Like, even if it wasn't yeah. on, they had one mm-hmm. handy. That's um, like the vibe here where if you're, like, on a hike or something and you're not around anyone, you can take it off. Like, that's what it, that's what I've seen and what I've done. I don't know if that's everyone. Yeah. I think it's good to at least have with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should always uh, have it. And then the second someone's, like, approaching you, you should have it on and that's you know, that's what I've been seeing people do. Like even if they're not wearing it all the time, they put it on when they pass along. Yeah, 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 for sure. I tell you guys my uh, a trick that I do with yeah. Ooh. Please. So you know they're fabric and it, like you're supposed to do like a like a can you blow out a candle with your mask on still? <laughs> that kind of uh, testing huh? of the layers. <laughs> I know, uh, I've never that. Yeah. That's like the test. Well, yeah, sure. Because then, like, maybe some droplets can get out. So, uh, you know, being a lady, um, I have in, in my home panty liners. So, like, you can stick them inside inside your mask. Oh, another layer. Oh, I don't know if it's doing anything, but I just feel a little. <laughs> like I'm protecting people. <laughs> That's a good tip. That is a good tip. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to me just like asking Lanny, like, what is a pant? Do you have <laughs> written on my hand panty liner? <laughs> Don't ask her. Google that. <laughs> Probably should. It's <laughs> uh, a good tip. I um, was, uh, I feel like this is been making the rounds but it happened organically during a conversation i don't need to take credit for it but i was <laughs> having uh like a zoom dinner with some friends and we were like talking about everything that was happening and i was like my prediction is they're just trying to keep it keep everything open through the fourth of july uh and someone on the zoom call was like that's like the mayor in jaws uh and it is exactly like the mayor in Joss. Like uh it is like being like uh like you were talking about Garcetti. It's like, come on out to the beach, it's nice. Uh, why don't you go in the water? Yeah. Uh and then the mayor later being like, My kid was on that beach. Like uh <laughs> it feels crazy, exactly man. like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's like the ultimate demonstration of like what's most important. It's like we need to get these jobs back, man. We need to have economy, economy. Like, yeah. And it's like the mayor in Jaws is painted as this like buffoonish villain who's like, we're going to be on welfare in the winter if we can't stay open during the 4th of July. And people are like, there's a shark in the water. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is more immediate. (laughs) (laughs) And it's literally like everybody's just hanging out. Uh, And at one point in the movie, like goes up to his buddy and he's like, go on and get in the water. And that guy like <laughs> walks his whole family into the water, like because he got oh peer pressured God. by the mayor. Uh, <laughs> and that like feels is... like what's happening. Yeah, this is when I confess I've never seen Jaws. <laughs> you should watch but it. I because... feel like I have. I feel like I have. <laughs> because I remember before watching Jaws and before this pandemic sort of being like, I don't know how that's a scary movie. Just stay out of the water and the problem goes away. (laughs) And now I'm literally living in a world where it's like, (laughs) just stay inside and the problem goes away. Like, uh, it's like the same thing of like, I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Should see Jaws. Jaws is good. Um, it's on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of those too. Um, so San Francisco is good. So City, no bueno. Mm. Uh, not good. Uh, Salt Lake City. We rolled up to our hotel, and right next door was a bar <laughs> with just a ton of like kids in their twenties, like no masks, no nothing. Uh, there was a band playing at the bar, so I've I heard live. I've heard live music since. Whoa. Whoa. Oh yeah! What is it like? <laughs> <laughs> was it great? They were called Renegades of Spunk. All right. Mm. I've been hearing some great live music at these protests, and that's like the most fun thing to be like marching to live music. That'll give you chills. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like people like like s- s- singing as they march? Uh, uh, the one uh, the one the other day, they were just kind of like stationed along the path, so it was like something new, just like marched by. And then that's cool. At, at the like anti pride rally a couple weeks ago in WeHo, um, they just like took over an intersection and had like a concert there. That's oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Utah, not so good. And they have they they've since <laughs> spiked. I'm trying to think. Uh, the I, the whole time I was in Utah, so we didn't like hang out at that bar, but we we got in pretty late, so we like um put our stuff in our hotel room, came back down, and like ordered some to go food from like it turned out to be that bar we didn't realize. Uh, <laughs> and we so we were waiting outside for our to go food. And we saw one other guy in a mask. Uh, and when we talked to him, he's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. <laughs> he's like, I'm, uh, I, I've, I've been working on COVID patients here in Salt Lake. Like he flew in from somewhere else. And it was like, it, there were also like employees wearing masks, but like all the employees in that bar were just around people not wearing masks at all. So like, they're just in danger. Yeah. And that's what the doctor pointed out. But, that was kind of crazy to be like the only guy I saw wearing a mask was a doctor. <laughs> like might, might take his word for it. Uh, Nebraska, nothing, not even taco people in the taco bell were wearing like not even employees wore masks there at the hotel or 
the Taco Bell. Why hide it? I ate at a Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> and then what here, I'm on the border of Iowa and Illinois. And uh, Iowa, they don't care. In Illinois, they're strict. So, like, if you're in Illinois, you have to wear a mask in stores and stuff. But Iowa, it's like, it's uh, it's very strange. And they're, like, definitely, I mean, the Quad Cities. So, they are sort of consider themselves kind of one big community. But even they're sort of torn asunder by these things and meanwhile we're spiking so those are my observations yeah. from the country <laughs> wow uh, yeah i guess not too unexpected but yeah no big surprises um what else is in the news jake <laughs> That just really brought me down. <laughs> all those people in that Taco Bell. Mask. Yeah, I still ate there. Imagine that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like yeah. it's probably good. It's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. If this doesn't get us to universal basic income, I don't know what will. I don't know what will. <laughs> like, yeah. Get these Even I wasn't Taco Bell. Even I wasn't sold on that universal basic income when Yang was proposing it. And now I'm like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah. Anytime there's only one guy on stage advocating for something, it's like, everyone's going to be skeptical. But like, at this point, it's like, uh, y'all, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, there Should are, there are some like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I think they had tried it in some cities some communities Did it work? Um, um i i haven't read up on what happened but i don't know uh, yeah. they're trying it studies <laughs> I, I, they're all like super small studies but mm-hmm. the results are all like yeah it improves people's lives <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and they don't and like they're all pretty consistent i'm like they don't just make people do nothing like people are still motivated to even still work like but yeah i'm not an expert it worked (laughs) in my household my mom would give me an allowance and i'd have a set of chores to do uh and if i needed more money for something i could do more chores that's like work that sounds like a job job. (laughs) yeah that sounds like that sounds like capitalism yeah we're talking about (laughs) if mommy just gave you money (laughs) Oh, get with it! <laughs> oh yeah, my mom, I guess, is a capitalist. Though. Hey, everyone, just relax, okay? We're camping in the woods. We're gonna have just a good weekend. All right, we're celebrating uh, Dale's thirtieth. So, I mean, you know. Let's just have a good time. I'm sick of you all saying like, oh, this is like the Halloween movies. There's like a mass murderer in the woods. He's trying to, he's a monster. He doesn't have really a motive for to kill. He just loves to kill. I don't want to hear any more about it. Okay. There's, I, I saw a couple signs on the way in about something like that, but like put it out of your head. The guy, at the, cor- the, guy the old guy at the gas station said, don't yeah, I was just gonna those, bring this up. Yeah, he said, "Don't go into those woods." And he he said, uh, "The last teenagers who drove up here never were seen from again." I specifically remember that phrase. 
never were seen from again. Yeah. You don't yeah. forget that. That's just what old dudes at the like, small town gas stations do. They try to keep you out of their town. They don't want it to become the next Disneyland or whatever. They it's would not... want the business. They would want it. Well, I, know you, be, I, mean... I know you want it to be like how it was before. You want to go back to how the world was before. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> before there were my, mindless yeah, killers. If on the you head. could take that hat off, by the way, uh, throw it into the campfire. I think we'd all appreciate it. <laughs> oh, make America like it was before again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, elaborate, though. I, I, you, you want me... Of course I want it to be like it was before. Yes. Like, before yeah. there was a killer on the loose. I made hats. I'm trying to sell them. That's, they're not, not going well. But, you know, it's like when terrorism happened. If we let the terrorists change our way of life the terrorists win sorry when terrorism happened when <laughs> just just when terrorism happened just when it when it ever happens right after 9 11 did i did i quit you know doing mining on the corner of uh at our in our college i didn't <laughs> no not even on the day i no. just <laughs> look i want to have a good time camping I just feel like we're setting ourselves up for a Halloween-type murder massacre. I mean, it's my 30th birthday. Josh, you've waited 30 years. You're still a virgin at 30. Why are you insisting that you lose your virginity on this camping trip? Don't you think that that is just inviting a killer to come? A huge liability. I want to lose my virginity. I was pretty clear about it That's from the fine, beginning. That's fine, but why That's tonight? Chill. Why on this camping trip? <laughs> When it add some importance to it. It's your 30th. I want to lose my virginity. Let's have ourselves a weekend. I don't see the real, like the relativity between those two things. <laughs> I, I don't think that they need I'm trying to have a classic camping trip. Okay. I'm just trying to make it classic. I'm yeah. going to start a fire. I'm going to start a, okay. I'm going to start a campfire. All right. And I'm going to, I'll go out back <laughs> where it's all cold and weird and dark, and I'll you just stay in here. Use the firewood in front of us. Why are you going to get I'm firewood? chopping it? <laughs> we have firewood. Why are you going to get Whoa. other firewood? I gotta chop it because I don't. I don't want to glamp. I want to camp. So we don't have any. We don't even have any knives or any kind of cutlery to protect ourselves. You bring all finger foods. <laughs> All finger foods. <laughs> yeah. I brought, well, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to, I didn't, I don't know. It didn't say in the air, in the rental thing, if they were going to have, oh, I don't need, I'm so confused, but no. Yeah. It's all finger foods we're doing oh. finger food camping. Okay. I'm trying to, I know we have, you said you brought firewood or whatever. I'm not trying to glamp I'm trying to go get some regular stuff. We don't need any knives. Okay. Cause we don't need to defend ourselves if that's what you're after. Well, All don't right. walk away with the one weapon we have, then. We need that axe. Yeah. Don't go into the woods. You know what? I'm going to throw the axe away. I'm just going to no. as as I can. No. What? I'm, you all are living in fear, okay? After 9-11 happened, did you, did you give up your finger paints, <laughs> Alyssa? No, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. Why? Because you didn't want the terrorists to win. 
All right. So this weekend, we're going to have a heck of a time. We're going to celebrate a 30th. I'm going to lose my virginity. Alyssa, you're going to uh, finally call your dad or whatever you said. Uh, <laughs> we're going to make. Alyssa, are you going to call your dad <laughs> on this trip? Well, I mean, if it's going to be a big occasion for everybody else, I, I, I just, I, I've been meaning to do that. Okay. You haven't talked to him in like eight years. You really want to like reopen that Pandora's box on this trip? Well, everybody else had something. Everyone else had a milestone. Okay. So I am not, I'm not doing anything. I'm chill. Like we can just enjoy the camp camping trip and yeah. What are you talking about? That can be you're, it. You're wearing shorts. <laughs> you never wear shorts. Nice. It's Good point. Hot. Yeah. I mean, I figured it's time to wear shorts, but that doesn't need to be a thing. You know. By the way, if you want to talk to your dad, you're gonna to have to write a letter to dictate later because I did get rid of all the phones. Why? <laughs> I don't want everyone to be distracted or calling nine one one every time there's a crook or a creak in the house or a crook by the window or whatever. You don't think that's there's... crazy to get rid of all the phones? And, and I got rid of them. And you insist you don't want to go glamping, but you set up this hot tub. This hot tub for us to soak in, which seems like a liability. You don't like the hot tub? I like it. I like the hot tub. I would prefer that it that you didn't set up a TV to sit uh, uh, atop it. It feels like one of us is going to get electrocuted by a murderer. Immediately. See, you're hysterical. You're combining Halloween with just Halloween the Halloween franchise with now I think you're on to final destination. You're worried about like goofy monstrous mishaps. Yeah. (laughs) In Halloween two, he uh, drowned somebody in a hot tub and maybe electrocuted them as well. And if you're, if you wanted to chop wood, (laughs) I didn't see it. (laughs) If you wanted to chop wood, why bring the wood chipper? Why bring the wood chipper? Unless you're inviting a murderer to feed us into it. I like that a, is the absolute last way I want to go. And you invited it here. You invited yeah, and, this wood chipper. <laughs> I like to mince wood. What is that? I, like I will start, mince you. <laughs> I will mince you. Don't mince. You're going to mince me. Okay, the real mature. Real mature. I didn't want to invite you on this trip. I didn't even want you to come. And now you're ruining it. It's true. You didn't want to invite me on the trip? Sarah didn't want to invite you. Wow. So it all comes out. <sighs> I just knew this would happen. You know, you. That's a lot to take in. <sighs> God. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like hurt your feelings or anything. <laughs> right at this moment, like a, a fist hits their glass patio door. <laughs> One <laughs> second. What do you mean one second? What do you think that oh is? God. Sarah, you really don't didn't want me to come onto this? No, who like, is that? We have not seen anyone for miles, okay? We hiked 12 miles to get here. Who is that? <laughs> the hand goes through and opens the door. Jesus, is it? Hold on a oh second. Hey, butter, buddy, not today, all right? Well, just what put are you the doing? pizza at the door or whatever. <laughs> Sarah, we need to talk about this. Sarah, what did I do to offend you? I feel like things have been weird for a while because, like, 
Oh, I've been stabbed! Sarah, don't avoid the subject. We haven't been cool since Alyssa's wedding. He's killing Sarah! Sarah, you better spit it out. Once, will you hands off for a moment? I'm trying to talk to my friend. Sarah? Oh no, he's dragging me over to the hot tub! Hey. If you break that hot tub, just so you know, you gotta figure. You gotta pay me back. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> sir. I'm trying to talk to my friend here, if you don't mind. Sir, why is the, why is the wood chipper on? <laughs> Who turned it on? I'm mincing our firewood. Get the paper. I will. I will write a letter to my dad right now. <laughs> Get the paper. <sighs> Great. I'm gonna. Have sex with myself in the upstairs bedroom. <laughs> well, we cut to uh, Josh in a police interrogation room. <clears throat> so, you and your buddies went camping. You went for your friends. Well, two of them. I don't know if Sarah's my buddy anymore. <laughs> Interesting. You and Sarah had a dispute? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't bring it on, but she dropped a bomb on me she said that we weren't really friends anymore she didn't want to invite me to the weekend it's well, like, three of you three of your friends were murdered um and were oh, God. <laughs> is that annoying to you are you annoyed by that <laughs> yeah i it is annoying i did, i was trying to lose my virginity I was trying to get a high five after we had a whole thing planned and these guys are just up their own they're so selfish anyway go ahead well, we're trying to piece together the events of the evening. Uh, we talked to the local gas station attendant. He said he warned you all about going into the woods. Um, uh, that was at 5.05. Um, yeah, uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> okay. I remember talking to him, but I don't remember the time. Okay. I'll be honest. Uh, right now, you're our prime suspect. You seem to have had a beef with uh, one of your friends. Uh, you don't recall being warned not to go into the woods. Um, uh, in your statement, you said, I brought up the hot tub and the wood chipper, uh, and I was going to yeah. lose my virginity. I was mincing wood and going <laughs> to chill with my butts. Okay. Well, I'm still... Listen, I saw my three friends get murdered, and it was very frustrating to me. Uh, um, I I know that I, I, I'm not convinced everything I saw was real life or whatever. So. There's a knock at the door. Oh, come one second <laughs> to ask me the question. Hold on. <clears throat> yes? Uh, hey, boss. Sorry to disturb you. Um, we just got some... Big new evidence. Uh, it turns out that the father of one of the victims just received a letter in the mail. Oh, it got there. Yeah, it's it's actually written in blood, and it says Josh did it. This is great, right? That's incredible. It just says Josh did it. That's it. Like that's all the letter says. Know, that's that's all it even said. It was. <clears throat> addressed and stamped and everything but all the letters said was just josh did it so i would Alyssa do that wow wow thank you i lost two friends in the two friends i lost two friends in the mental way and three friends by murder this says you did it you'd <laughs> i didn't do it dipshit <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, no name calling. All right. Knock, 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 knock. Yes. One second. Stop <laughs> doing that. I hate when people knock. Go ahead. I, I, I heard one second, but I don't think you want to turn your lawyer away. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Why are you talking to them? Why are you talking to them without me? Why? I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm frustrated. Okay. I'm what just. What is this? What's this? What's this paper? Can I see that? As his attorney, I want to see that paper. What does it say? It says Josh did it, written in blood. Why would she choose to say that to her dad? She's been estranged from for eight years. He does. Look, my client has a history of he has documented across different platforms, social media, in his on his vision board that he wants to lose his virginity. Okay. Yes, I put it everywhere. <laughs> How do we not know that this is a statement claiming that he actually did lose his virginity that night? You think the statement Josh did it means Josh had sex? Yes, it's a commonly known saying. I love my lawyers. So welcome back. It's time to get into the meat part of the podcast. This is when a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Um, Amalia, you're up first. What would you like to talk about? Uh, so we're in quarantine, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> and in this time, I mean, I've um, spent some time like sending letters to people. So that's something I've always liked to do. And Additionally, want to be able to like support a place like the postal service, post office, and stuff like that. So, um, uh, one of the letters I've written in this time, a couple letters actually, is to a pen pal that I've had since I was nine years old. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. I've never met her in person, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the way that we got connected was. Uh, when I was nine years old, a friend of mine from school came over to my house and she brought a magazine. And the magazine uh, was a magazine for uh, it was like a, a Christian girls magazine, a Christian girls magazine called My Friend. <laughs> and then on, <laughs> in the back of the magazine is like, do you want a pen pal? And just like a bunch of young girls put their address in there. So you like write to someone from the back of that magazine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And they didn't yeah. just. Wait, so no one connected it? Verification process. None, none whatsoever. None. Ugh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's no one even being the middleman, like. We should no. connect to this person or this person. No, no, no. This was, uh, what year was that? 1993? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. You know, this is when people who could potentially hurt kids, <laughs> they're, they're, they're in vans, you know, trying to give candy to kids. They're Whoa. not, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wrote a letter to this uh, one person. Her name is Casey. Uh, Casey, follow the Meet Improv podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, she lived at the time in, uh, I don't even know how to say the name of the city where she grew up, Minot, North Dakota. And I was in uh, near San Francisco, California at that time. So North Dakota, we've been writing each other since nine years old. 
Um, and yeah, we like wrote each other letters like throughout all the years. Uh, there was one letter she wrote to me about like armpit hair <laughs> at like, <laughs> 11. It, the, mm-hmm. the belief that like, oh, if you use deodorant, you're going to get more armpit hair. Um, <laughs> and then I, and it was around the time that in, uh, in my class, they had like a little talk about like, you know, health and sex ed and stuff. And I like raised my hand and confidently asked my question of like, I have heard that you can uh, get more armpit hair if you use deodorant. So I don't know, it's like early, you know, early Facebook influence or whatever. <laughs> my friend says this. Um, so then, yeah, like through the years, we kept in touch, sent each other letters. Uh, we talked on the phone on the phone once. Uh, was it we, awkward? It, well, we were still kids, and it was awkward, yeah, and like <laughs> long distance. Uh, but then, ever since then, like even as technology has changed and stuff like that, like like we could easily email each other, but we still write letters. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like she moved to Ohio, so she's in uh Dayton or something like that now. And you know, I was one year I was like in Illinois, like we could have made it happen where we like could meet up and at the start of the pandemic she was like in San Diego. But we just yeah, it's just strictly like letters relationship. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. You don't want to meet in person. I don't I don't know. I, I would like to. Uh, after she follows the Meet Improv podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't um, let that be the ending to this story. <laughs> you hit such a beautiful story, and then it's like, and <laughs> it all came together on the meet. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, I, I'd be down to, it's just, you know, maybe now it's like just too weird. I don't know. Uh, what about, then, oh, go ahead. Has it come up to Zoom? No. We've got so much time. With all the technological advancements. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're I'm not. It hasn't come up. I mean, I wrote her a letter mo- more recently. It was around the time of all the like uprisings and stuff. And I like wrote this letter about how I felt about it. And I was like, I don't even <laughs> like, <laughs> like really knows me. Like they're going to like, I don't know if she's kept everything I've you know written to her, but she has this like record of me going up. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. You've got a. I wonder what percentage of people. I mean, you might, you might be the only one, right? What's the percentage of people who found pen pals in that magazine and are still writing to each other? That's like very small. That is. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure whoever whoever was the editor chief editor didn't even think it was gonna <laughs> he was like yeah, yeah that sounds good pen pals i don't know we gotta fill 40 pages uh, <laughs> that's yeah. so wild right it's like these girls keep writing in and talking about sex stuff and we don't want to use the, we don't want to use like magazine space for that let them just make a pen pal and find out that way <laughs> it was just a way for them not to have to answer the questions they just like dir- <laughs> redirected you at each other uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um what it what's so uh if if you don't mind what's tell me more what do you know about her you said she must know a lot about you but like uh like, yeah yeah she i mean i don't want to put her on blast here uh but like I mean, I know, you know, we were in touch when like she got married and she sent me like a wedding announcement 
like I she's had two children and she told me about them like so you're almost like historians for each other could be the mm. kind of yeah. were you invited to the wedding no <laughs> <laughs> no huh. yeah it's would a- you invite your pen pal I wonder you know would I invite my pen pal yeah that's interesting my pen pals were always, I like very short lived. Uh, and most of them I even had met. I mean, so, I've had others. Yeah. But yeah, like short. Yeah. So what, what, in, what would you say like the, the, what role does it play in your life? Is it like therapeutic or is it like almost just nice to like take an old, like take some time to do an old fashioned thing? Is it almost like sentimental at this time? Like from, from keeping it up? into your adulthood it's also i mean i think too it was neat to um learn about somebody that wasn't in my neighborhood you know yeah yeah um yeah it's just like oh there's someone else that's a kid growing up too and and like kind of going through life and we don't have we don't share experiences you know what i mean like uh in on a local level (laughs) um Mm -hmm culturally even too you know just me being like uh, an asian person and um so yeah it was neat but then for some reason over the years i've still gone and like <laughs> i'm sorry casey you're listening to the meat improv podcast um uh i don't have any of her letters i yeah i there was a point where I like took letters from everybody that's ever written to them to me. And I like shred them. Uh, and then any photos that she sent me of herself, I think I sent them back to her. What? Yeah. Why? Maybe because, Wait, what? yeah, maybe because it's like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what she's doing with my stuff, but then it's like, it, okay, what if I like, died right and then like they're looking through my stuff and then it's like this pile of uh letters that are so personal from somebody else i don't know i'm like all worried that she's gonna be embarrassed or something like oh, that. oh wow <laughs> <laughs> i don't even i don't even do myself that service <laughs> i just I got embarrassing yeah. shit it's yeah, could you come over to my place and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shred what, anything you think might that. be embarrassing when I die? <laughs> right, right. All that would be right, left right. is a pair of shoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am like, that is, uh, so how many letters would you estimate that have <laughs> you've exchanged? Well, it was a lot when we were kids. You know, maybe when we were kids, it was like one or two a month. And then now as adults, maybe we'll get like one or two a year. Okay. Or maybe, and then I might send her more. Oh God, there's stuff floating around about me. (laughs) Uh, I've probably sent her more, especially like now and like, because like we're all home. Um, So yeah. Huh. Uh, the one thing that comes to mind to me is like you are like if I ever (laughs) uh if I ever was like trying to think of somebody to like do like feed my cat while I was out of town or whatever like 
you are immediately at the top of the list of people I would trust to like get something done. Like the fact that you've been writing letters for like decades is just an astounding sort of just like, yep. And then I do this. Uh, I mean, my, I can't, I just can't form a habit like that. Like that is, I'm like totally in awe. I think that's incredible. So, so you think that I should, you know, when we come out of this and I'm like applying a job again and stuff, like I should put this. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, that's it. Absolutely it. I would absolutely hire somebody who's like, I've had a pen pal for 20 years or whatever. I would be like, (laughs) done. It shows commitment. It shows follow through. I'm talking real shit. Yeah, so it's called, uh, <clears throat> program is called uh, <laughs> Just Being Kids. And uh, basically the idea is I want to do a website where it's uh, just a bunch of kids and they put down some of their personal info uh, so that anyone who like might, any of their friends or whatever at school um, uh, can look them up uh, and then can know their interests, kind of like stuff, like where, what kind of neighborhood they live in, uh, parents' names, like, well, you know, whatever they need just to sort of, uh, I don't know, just to connect kids. It's not fair that kids don't have social media. You know, adults always have it and stuff like that. So I figure uh, just being kids. Uh, what do you think? I'm asking for $15 million in seed money. Well, uh, let me tell you, my kid... Uh, this is the perfect. This is a, a niche that that uh, you uh, we've been waiting for this niche to be filled. You know why? Yeah. Because my kid is an aspiring improv star. Okay. Really. It is an imp- aspiring improv star. That sounds they cool. A, they need a place to promote their shows. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. We could we could definitely work that into the platform. We're just kids, right? Or just being kids. Uh, uh, I have a bunch of names written on this board. I've, so pick whatever one you like best. Uh, but yes, this is a perfect place to pr- for them to promote their own improv shows. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Uh, and so, you, boy, I'm just I'm just so glad you're on board with this because I've I've pitched this. I hate to say it. I've been up and down the streets here in Silicon Valley, and some of these people say that it's dangerous. <laughs> How is it dangerous? Well, they say you give like four, you have to upload 40 photos of each kid before, uh, to create the profile. Uh, so they say it's like a lot of photos. Um, there's a neighborhood aspect to it. They're worried about abductions, uh, abductions, uh, perhaps knowing so much about a kid, you could, you know, for instance, you said your kid does improv. Yes. You know, you could, uh, lure a kid, uh, into your van to abduct them or whatever with uh, uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade Improvisation Manual or what something very specific to that niche. And I, I didn't know that off the top of my head. I'm just typed it into uh, <laughs> we're just kids.com. Uh, and it comes up with relevant gifts and stuff that you might be able to gift each other. Uh, I think it's a cool idea. Well, uh, 40 photos you said 40 photos it just yeah a lot of people go by less is more but we just want 40 photos because sometimes people upload have you ever been on a dating site not that this is a dating site i don't need kids to be dating 
we cut to uh, <laughs> we cut to a conference room at a, a law firm with uh, Amelia's character and Josh's character. Um, I'll be speaking uh, on behalf of my client Sarah here. Uh, you started We Are Just Kids dot com, um, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it really grinds my gears that you didn't put any thought into this. Do you realize what a dangerous Sarah's kid got on that website and 40 photos of her kid. And within two weeks, we find that her kid is up to his elbows in improvisation. (laughs) Oh, this has come up more than once. (laughs) It's come up more than once. I never thought my child, my child, being exposed <laughs> to improvisational comedy is not something that I want. You, <clears throat> Do you hear well, me? It's not something we want either, necessarily. Uh, could be a bug in the system. Is it you two are being pretty <laughs> casual about this. You're being pretty casual. He got lured into an imaginary van and then <laughs> was asked to help invent a fart machine on day one. <laughs> Yes, and the fart machine. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that a joke? You think this is funny? He was I'm trying to play along. I'm trying to relate to you. You're, but the kid must have got the interest in improv from somewhere. My client had her kid <laughs> set up on a track to go to law school. And now he's doing improvisation, okay, with other people. It's Are you... When he gets home, he goes straight to his room. He locks the door. He doesn't even say hello. And I hear him in there. I hear him with that zip that's up. That zip that's up. That is not a good sound. Did you just say other people? Yes. Is this? Oh, okay. So it's other people now, huh? It's other people? What is? Listen. <laughs> yes. And that's like saying you people. Okay. Okay. (laughs) My, my, I believe in, in we're just being kids.com. It it routes to many, you know, if people mess up the the website name, it just routes to many sites. Eight of them got together. together. Eight of them got together in a garage and made some sort of monster together. Okay. Each one of them portrayed a different part of the monster's body. Okay, he was supposed to be at the library studying, okay? He was going to be an architect. And now the only thing he builds is fart machines to that create farts to feed the monster. I looked in on one of their Maybe practices. I watched them, okay? I watched my son do a terrible caricature of a woman and then make a misogynist joke that did not land. And everyone laughed at it. And that's what I am losing my son to, thanks to you. So did the joke not land or did everyone laugh at it? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) You can't have it both ways, in my understanding. (laughs) Did they laugh at it or did it not land? They were all gassing him up. They all were laughing, but it was not funny. It was not funny. Okay. I mean, it seems like your kid caught the improv bug. You can blame we're just kids, just being kids, farting around with kids.com, whatever website in particular you're using. But your kid loves improv comedy, and we're going to facilitate that. Let's take a look at some of their 40 pictures. 
Okay, these are pathetic. These are all just them with... It's your son goofing around on what looks like yes. two folding chairs. Pretend- matching folding shirts. You did that. You, you did that. that. You did that. You posted these photos. You posted these photos. You're going to raise a young Colin Mockery, and who cares? That's going to be... Who cares? <laughs> who, who even is that? What if it was your kid who was a young Colin Mockery? What if you raised a young Colin Mockery? I don't have kids. This is my attempt to try and meet them. Jesus Christ. This is hard. <laughs> How hard is this? What? I thought it was for kids to meet other kids. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that too. We I'm sorry. To, <laughs> we, cut to, we cut to Josh auditioning for the all kid improv team. <laughs> you guys need to see my hands or no? Okay. Um, wow. Cool playroom. Uh, cool playroom. What are we going to do here today? We're going to do some, hey, uh, worst. I'm here to coach. Sir, you need to leave. Huh? You need to leave. This is a child's improv practice. This is not for you. <sighs> oh, uh, well, I just got matched up with these guys on, uh, uh, we're just kids.com. Um, we have similar interests. Um, I'm wearing the khakis and the bowling shirt. I don't, I see that. And that's great. And we love to yes. And around here. That's right. Kids, right. We never say no, but you, sir, you need to leave. You know, that's typical. That's just typical. This happens to you a lot. I create a web. I create a whole platform. I buy 75 domain names. Uh, I make an incredible social media service. I get the seed money of $15 million. I try to start an improv group finally with some like-minded individuals who think and play like me. And what Wait, happens? Were you the man that hired me to set this up and that pays me? I thought that was a parent. It's me. <laughs> We cut to the office, <laughs> and, uh, uh, the GoDaddy.com app office. <laughs> oh god, that's that's domain seventy five. The same person. Oh my god. Relax, Carol. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, seventy five domains, and they all have kids in them. They're kids. You're stressing yourself out. Just register the domain and go on with it. It's just oh. thoughtless work. Okay, fine. You get. You're too attached to these domains. I just, I, I love, I love a good domain name that just rolls off the tongue. And this person is just firing a Tommy gun of domains into the World Wide Web. No thought, no beauty. And bulk orders are good for us. Okay, it makes the ghost GoDaddy stock go up. You're, you're cheating each of these. We see a bunch of orders pop up on the screen. It's uh, meet some kids. Now they're spelling kids with a Z. Uh, just oh. for kids uh, with a Z. Uh, now they're spelling meat with an M-E-A-T. <laughs> well, let's shut that one down. <laughs> knock, knock. Yeah, hey. Um, uh, are you Sarah Zimmerman? That is me. Um, Sarah, I, uh, um, I, I don't know if you recognize me from any of the photos. Um, 
I'm uh, uh, Brad. Uh, Brad Jensen. I was married to your pen pal. Bradley um, Jensen. Yeah, I was married to your pen pal Dawn. Yeah, um, Dawn. She uh, she passed away. Um, and I found a bunch yeah. of letters that you wrote to her, and I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to put together a little bit of a timeline, so I was hoping you could help me with some of these letters. I'm so sorry. Um, I can't believe she's gone. I haven't spoken yeah. to her in a few years, but I, I mean, are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm just trying to get to understand her better, and, uh, you know, I, I miss her and trying to, uh, and I found all these letters, and, um, there's one about uh, you uh, asking of a health teacher if deodorant makes the hair under your armpits grow. Oh. And uh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Funny. Um, do you have any letters from her? Um, you know, it's funny you ask. I think I. Uh, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I mean, I what I have here is amounts to a few hundred letters. What you don't have any letters? Yeah, from her? we exchange a lot of letters. Um, I what I do is I just um, as soon as I read it, I'll just put it right in the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes in the shredder. Yeah, I have a. I really love my shredder. So basically, any chance I get to use it, I really jump on it. I have a three-page letter here where you just go on and on about different types of haircuts and what they would look like on ponies, and you don't have a goddamn letter from my wife? Well, I mean, that was actually in, a res in response to a really wonderful letter she wrote me. So if anything, it's like, if you're looking for that, that, that that's pretty close. That's pretty close to it. Um, you can kind of reconstruct the conversation. I, you want me to reconstruct the conversation based on here are some ponies with some haircut ideas? A, a single letter. It, I, I know that she wrote to you about us falling in love. Where did that those one go? Those were some of the most beautiful things I've ever read. And I used to read those letters back before I had my shredder. I used to kind of keep those letters around and then <laughs> read them to people when they came over because I found that people were just like touched by your love story. And she wrote so beautifully. Yeah. And then yeah. I got that shredder and I just shred everything but, in this house. <laughs> shred everything. You retroactively shredded a bunch I of letters? Things to shred. I was like, this is a trove of things to shred. There's just so many papers. Um, we cut so you did the, it. <laughs> we cut to the, uh, the, the funeral, the eulogy. Um, uh, hey, um, I knew you were going to go back and try to get some letters so that you could like share them at the, at the eulogy, mm -hmm. but you flew, you flew Sarah here. Yeah. What is she, she's just going to, she's going to give the eulogy now. Yeah. She's going to, she said she's going to do her best to piece together what she can remember from 20 years worth of letters. Okay. <laughs> We see Sarah <laughs> feeding hymnals into a shredder in the back corner. 
<laughs> what the hell? You when you asked me if I'd pay for you to check bags, I thought you were bringing like it's luggage. Just travel size, okay? Put in the carry on. <laughs> Could you stop that for a second? For what? <laughs> Can I help you? <sighs> yeah. Are you ready to give the eulogy? Ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Uh, which means now I thought you could stand up uh, up here. Uh, we've got this nice picture of my wife and I. Um, it was photographed by a uh, Ansel Adams. Uh, I know uh, typically that they <laughs> <laughs> don't do portraits, um, <laughs> but I thought you could uh, do the eulogy next to that. <clears throat> portrait uh, well uh yeah i can do that um sure okay sure. great I can do that. thank you um okay everybody uh if you want to find a seat we're gonna commence with the eulogy thank you all for being here um I, i've done a lot of work to try and piece together don's life uh, as best <laughs> as i could um as best as i could and i've i have some close friends here as you know she had a pen pal for 20 years and um, I'd just like to give an opportunity for Sarah to come speak to the, some of the stuff that Don wrote to her about. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, this is such an honor to be invited here and I never got to meet Don in person, but you all are so lovely and she spoke so highly of you. Um, and if you don't mind, I'm just going to read a couple thoughts that I wrote down on the plane. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> Don was such a light in my life. Uh, her letters brought me such joy and got me through some of the hardest times of my life and the people around me. I used to share them with other people. I just want to say that she was a once in a lifetime woman and she will be missed. Oh, that's a good shredder. That's a good looking shredder. That shredder took it. That shredder took the paper right down. Okay, okay. Pretty, we're focusing pretty quiet on the, too. Okay, we're focusing on the shredder a little Thank bit. Thank you so much. Uh, any specifics? Twenty years of letters. You've got to have some specifics or details. Does it? Does the shredder? Can it handle photos? Oh yeah, I actually went through a lot of old family photos that she sent me. Um, so those those what? shredded right she away. She sent you photos. Yeah, she used to send Let's me see. a lot of stuff. Actually, <laughs> someone from the audience goes and grabs a pulls a photo off a bulletin <laughs> board of Sarah. Oh of yeah, Dawn. it'll do that one. <laughs> hey, what about CDs and CDRs? Oh, why? Why? Right why would we want to try <laughs> that? Right Embarrassing mixtapes. Oh yeah, I've done that. <laughs> Well, do you want to do one? You just brought it up. I think, who? No, I don't think we need to shred any longer. I think. (laughs) I I have an old Target gift card that no longer has any funds on it. Does it work? Oh, okay, okay. Why do you have that? Well, I used it to to buy the pastries for outside and then i used it it's it's used up try it okay 
That's incredible. Where do you get something like this? Well, I actually own a shredding business. So if you want one, I can get you one for a low price. Hey, do you mind talking to us over here in the side of the church for a little bit? Show us some of the other stuff this thing does. What the fuck? I actually brought along a new (laughs) suitcase of mine. And this just has like a demo shredder inside that I can show you. This is a... That's great. Hey, Frank, quit trying to steal the attention from Dodd's funeral. She didn't even like you that much, dude. Excuse me? (laughs) Dawn, she was going to divorce you, I think. I don't think she would have wanted her funeral to be about peddling shredders. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of her best best friends, isn't it? As someone that knew Dawn for over two decades, I think she would really appreciate this. Yeah, you guys got married after three weeks of dating at a magic mountain. Yeah, why don't you share that story? Why doesn't somebody share something nice instead of shredding CDRs <laughs> and expired <laughs> gift cards? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just with the catering company. <gasps> um, is is, the, is this on or off? Is what on? Is the are are we still moving forward with the service? If not, then I would have to get rid of all this food. <gasps> shred it. Shred it. Shred it. No. I've never shredded food. <laughs> Can I do a pizza? Try. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Oh, no, it's jammed. <sighs> it's fully jammed. Uh, it's jammed. It's gunked up with all the marinara sauce. Damn. <laughs> you know, this was not included in the product right. testing. Everybody gets sad and starts crying. <laughs> is the shredder broken? Will it come back? <laughs> Who cares? My wife is dead. I thought it was indestructible. I thought that I had created the perfect machine. I'd like to say a few words about the shredder. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I only got to play with the shredder for a few minutes. <laughs> But when I first saw it doing <laughs> shredding the pages of the hymnal like it was butter, that shredder shredded it like it was butter. Did anyone else notice? It shredded those hymnal pages like butter. It handled the pictures like nobody's business. It took a Target gift card out and spit it out like uh, like pixie <laughs> spit dust. it out like a boxer's. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. It spit it out like pixie dust. We didn't get to try the CDRs, but that was an entertaining idea. I didn't know you couldn't put pizza through it. I just wish I'd respected it a little, little more. Said it and let it. I loved it before it went. <sighs> we need to. He goes over to the casket and takes the woman out of it. <laughs> what the hell are put you doing with my <laughs> wife? I'm going to put the shredder in here. Wait, wait. I want an independent autopsy. I want to know. Hold on. <laughs> It was the fucking pizza. Hold on. You don't know that. I need to know. So this, I, 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 I want to fix this because I want to be able to shred anything on earth. Okay. Even these feelings that I have yeah. inside. There's a guy in the back. I can bring that shredder back, but it might not be the same. What do you mean? It'll be better. A better shred. Better. 
You can bury it out in that old pet cemetery out back. That's been known to bring things back. Well, all right. Well, it's not, it wasn't really a pet. It was like my business venture. <laughs> but it'll work? Well, I don't know what to tell you. You can bury it in the back garden and it'll come back. All right. We cut to this guy at his house. <laughs> you couldn't get any... How are you bad at this business? You just need people to to bury their stuff in the yard. You can't find anybody with anything to bury? I don't know. It's a Did name try- thing. <laughs> I tried you- petcemetery.com. I tried we've got kids cemetery.com. <laughs> what? Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Uh, this is Sarah Zimmerman from Disney. Um, I'm just calling in regards to your friend Jake Jabor. Um, just following up on a listed reference here. He listed you and your number. Um, yeah. And he just mentioned here that you were pen pals for two decades. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. You, you're from Disney, you say? Yeah, he's actually interviewing for a senior VP position here at Disney Corp. And mm-hmm. we like oh. to vet everyone on multiple levels. Um, but he put you down as one of his top three references. Oh my gosh, that's just great. That is just So great. it is great. What she's saying. So it is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You said VP, my goodness. Yeah. You know, his letters always struck me as like maybe like if he was going to work for Disney, it'd be like as like a as like that that person who would stand by the sword that doesn't always come out. <laughs> oh, like one of our like our the, actors in the park. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That uh, he you know yeah because he always wanted <clears throat> to be like an actor. <laughs> he always wanted to be like an actor and like. You know, just share him himself, huh. like be vulnerable on stage. I didn't realize he wanted to be like a really stuffy <laughs> corporate exec type. Yeah, that's interesting because he did mention always wanting to be a senior VP. So this is good to know. This is actually good information. Oh, God. Oh, no. Did I just? Oh, my God. Did I just? Really... No, no. If anything, this is valuable. This is all good information for us. Um, but listen, you know, because like, I like... No, I I feel like the the letters are you know a chance for people to like share, you know their like truths and stuff and 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 exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm we actually have a lot of success in contacting pen pals. We find that they have a more honest opinion of the subject than even a coworker. <clears throat> so tell me when he was away at camp in 1992. Uh, did he mention any illegal drug use or anything untoward at that time? We're just checking in on some of his younger period. No, I mean, it was like kind of cool to like 
see if we can make each other laugh, like to the point where other kids laugh to the point where like milk would come out of like noses and stuff. You said milk? I don't think anything. Yeah. Oh my God, did I just ruin it? Did I just? No, this is just for me. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) We cut to a Sarah meeting with me. I don't understand. What's this goofy hat helmet head for? I'm sorry, a goofy. What am I doing with this? I interviewed for a VP position. Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah. So in the process of doing your background check, I actually learned a lot more about you than in any of our interviews. You are a fascinating figure, Jake Jabor. Fascinating. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So we do not want to give you that VP position. You are absolutely unqualified. But what I did learn is that we have a wonderful fit for you, and that is the first ever goofy of 2020. (laughs) There's been a lot of goofies, but we're hiring a new one this year, and it's going to be you. Why'd you dress it up like that? I want to be a VP. I don't want to be the first goofy of 2020. Okay, here, guy, here's my ears. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Little, Don't I get a new suit? <laughs> oh, actually, no. Nah, 2020, 2020 Goofy's pretty close to 2019, except for you got a couple, you got new sunglasses. Uh, anyways, uh, this thing holds farts pretty good, so uh, uh, get in slowly. Uh, uh, I got it pretty good. What is that? <laughs> is that a positive or a negative? Depends on if you like farts. Uh, Likes farts. <laughs> like your own brand. Okay. You take off your suit. No. What do you mean, take off my suit? You're not giving the 2019 Goofy my VP position. Do you want to tell him or should I? I was getting there, but feel free to take over. What? the heck is going on and why is everybody drinking milk when i'm talking i feel like i'm in some weird dream that's just for us i'm waiting for you to say something funny (laughs) (laughs) i got nothing funny to say i want to be vp of marketing for disney i don't want to dress up like goofy in sunglasses (laughs) in a fart-filled suit yeah. Let me read well, you something from a letter that you wrote to your pen pal 18 years ago today. <laughs> I never want to sell out and be one of those corporate drones that wears a suit to work every day. <laughs> I always want to stick to my dream of being an actor. Were those not your words? Did you not write those? They were the words of an 11 year old. They were the words of that an 11-year-old. I also said I wanted to marry Carmen Electra. That, that didn't happen either. So let's just, I'll be a corporate suit and I'll make a lot of money. No, I don't think that's going to happen. You want to marry Carmen Electra? I did when I was 11. <sighs> God, you're taking everything from me. I'll call her. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to Carmen Electra. Look, pal. Stop that hey, I'm sure she. I'm sure she's got a, gonna want to have a say in this. B, I'm not taking her or your goofy job. Well, from where I'm sitting, you're you're living the dream. I was happy where I was. Now I gotta no. go wear a suit and go be a VP just because no, I said I want to be the president of 
Mickey Mouse or something in a letter 17 years ago. Oh, we don't have to abide by pen pal law. That's ridiculous. I don't write the rules. Give me your suit here. Watch out. When you put the pants on, uh, uh, you you actually do need to put them both put them on two legs at a time uh uh it's too hard I have to, to hop into these fucking pants <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is ridiculous. can we practice the voice <laughs> this Do it. is no i'm not gonna oh, that was well you're uh, not gonna be very good goofy then let me get the milk ready do it again <laughs> i'm not doing that just You're tickle gonna... him a little. Ah! Oh. <laughs> He's coming out of my nose. He did it. He did it. Okay. Oh, uh, you know, I questioned your <laughs> out of my nose too. I questioned your methods, but this is that was a good we goofy. We need to invest in this man's career. This guy has talent. I don't want to be a milk. Uh, uh, I don't want to be a goofy who inspires milk to shoot out of people's noses. Okay, I've I got, got some ideas for the company. <clears throat> You want this? You want this guy, this farting guy, to give you ideas for the company? What about your pen pal letters? What did they say, Miss Zimmerman? Well, I personally didn't have the fortitude and the follow through that you did. I don't deserve this job to be president, let alone senior vice president. I'm resigning today. <laughs> What? Why? You have a great job. I just don't think I deserve it. But you, you deserve your dream. And that's acting. <sighs> acting for Disney Corporation. You're, you're going to want to come up with a plan for when the kid hits you in the balls on accident. Because uh, it's going to happen. <laughs> I hereby okay. resign. <laughs> that made me president. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's buy stuff. Buy Care Bears. Uh, let's buy uh, Warner Brothers. Can Disney buy Warner Brothers? Do we own Bugs Bunny? We cut uh, to the park and uh, we're at, with Goofy Twenty Twenty uh, signing autograph. <laughs> autograph for a kid. Uh, Goofy, I. What is this? You filled my whole autograph book. <laughs> With a market share strategy. Take that and run with it. And whatever you do, have a little foresight, okay? I got a 20-year plan. Write to a pen pal that exact plan. And in it, write about promoting a sad, probably in 20 years, sterile, goofy, to the head of VP, okay? I had See a, a security guard elbow him. At least do the voice. Do the voice. Uh, I mean, uh, that market share will get you to the top of the company, and then you can hire me, Goofy, as your VP. All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast. This is where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Sarah, you're up. What would you like to talk about? 
Ooh, okay, yeah. The one of the one of my favorite stories to tell is when I had just graduated from college and I was like living back at home. Didn't want to jump into a traditional job just yet. So I was like trolling the Craigslist, seeing what was available in rural Maryland. And uh this one this one posting was for um they were hiring someone to read audiobooks at this like small publishing company in uh, Frederick, Maryland, which is a lovely town. I would really recommend. Um, but this place was called America star books. Uh, and when you Google them, <laughs> uh, it's just a bunch of bad reviews of the company. It's just like, this place is a scam. They tell you they'll publish your book and they won't. Um, they took my money and never published. It's just bad review after bad review. It's, awful um there's multiple articles about the company but it's still going uh and i went to the interview <laughs> and uh they're like yeah we're just gonna have you like read some stuff and if we like it it's not too difficult we're just gonna have you back and you can just go in the booth every day and just read stuff on your own and i was like okay so <laughs> i passed the test they hire me on and they paid me $10 an hour to read um, books that basically like people paid to get self-published. So these were some bad, bad books, man. The first one <laughs> was called Abigail Unloved. Um, and it was about like a middle-aged woman rediscovering her sexuality post-divorce. Um, and she's doing that by like, I'm looking yeah, it <laughs> it, you will find the book. You will never be able to find my audio books <clears throat> that I recorded. I've tried and they, they're gone. But, um, but yeah, she like rediscovers her sexuality by going back through all of her exes. That was really good. <clears throat> the next one was called the Quagmire on Orca's Island. And it was about a Ooh, domestic Washington. terrorist cell <laughs> off the coast of Washington State. I think oh. Washington State. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was really interesting. There was a, a book about a boy whose family was killed in a car crash. So then he fakes his own death and hides within the hotel that they had just bought and then just takes care of the hotel. <laughs> a lot of weird shit, but the worst one, the worst one, oh, I don't remember the name of it, but it was about basically a doctor who murdered his wife, I think. Like, I read the whole book and I still cannot tell you what it was about because it was, like, incomprehensible. And because he was a doctor, it kept switching to, like, a description of someone in a hospital bed. And it would do, like, a two-page-long medical description with, like, a shit ton of words that I had to look up each time to learn how to pronounce. It was crazy. And it was, like, bizarre. <laughs> it was, like, reading the inner thoughts of, like, a madman. But he's still paying to get it self-published and then paying more for me to create an audiobook version. <laughs> so it was it was a crazy job. So, so the extra they had to pay extra to have you do the audio. Yeah, I got paid. I was not scammed. I got the money. I scammed them because <laughs> it was a really easy job. 
Uh, how many books would you say you read oh probably like five or six it was was only a couple months wow yeah did you play around with voices or anything like that or did you just (laughs) read it pretty straight yeah a little bit a little bit i had some fun The, the, the best part was that i did not have to interact with anyone i just walked in i went to the booth and then no one needed to talk to me. So I could just do my own thing in there. Nobody could see me being goofy. So so there was no direction. No direction. There's no one like in another room being like, okay, do that one more time. It was just like, if you fuck up, just, just record it again. It was all self-guided. It was the <laughs> ultimate job. Ultimate job. <laughs> That's amazing. I want that job yeah, right it now. It was $10 an hour. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> to just read bad books out loud? Yeah. And this was before, That's this funny. was when I was still like, oh, I shouldn't be high at work. <laughs> I should have been high every day. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, God. Why, why'd you stop the job? Oh, uh, they, oh, let's see. I think it was because, like, they just, they just, like, it wasn't a steady thing necessarily. It wasn't like a nine to five. And so, like, I went out of town, and then when I got back, they were like, we don't have anything, and then we just kind of lost touch. And since then, I've tried to reach out to them to be like, yo, is there a link anywhere? Like, can I get this? And I've tried to be like, I need it as a sample or something that would be like, no, I really need this, and I've gotten no response. I'm pretty sure the company might have shut down completely. (laughs) Like, I was amazed (laughs) it's still running. Whoa. But there's that there's a potential that there are audiobooks somewhere out there, like you narrated some audiobooks. Yeah, and they're just floating out there in the ether. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that doctor guy has a copy. He's got to have it if he paid extra for right. it. Right, and it's like, what? They didn't like my work enough that they want to just publish it? Like, come on. You know it was good. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you run me through that doctor guy one more time so yeah like, i thought that one because it's so the, confusing like it was just such a confusing story he was like cheating on his wife but also planning to kill her and he was a doctor so he was doing it in like a kind of a medical way but killing the wife yeah but there was just like it was just like the sentences would be like half a page long, you know, it would just kind of go on uninterrupted. And then it would like Mm -hmm. cut between scenes really weirdly. It was like the room, the movie, but like in a novel form. You know what I mean? Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sort of just all over the place. Yeah. The whole time. So you might, you you kind of had to make some stylistic. It almost sounds like you should have made, you had to make some like stylistic, you must have had to at least wrap your head around it enough to be like, how do I, like in a weird way, you've grappled with their work more than almost anyone else. In some Probably way, more than think. the editors of this publishing company. I seriously <laughs> doubt they read it. It was not very well proofread. And I'm not even sure all the medical terms were real. I'm pretty sure he was throwing in some makeup ones. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah it was odd it was kind of creepy to read honestly 
Yeah. A little too personal. Yeah. We were peering into his mind. <laughs> yeah. Um did you what did you have any like when it did it change if you thought about or how you think about like a writing novels or even audiobooks like uh did it have any sort of like leave an impression on you in terms of like any of that like when i'm listening <laughs> to you know <laughs> michelle obama read becoming do i feel a kinship to her because we both read our audiobooks <laughs> um definitely there's a brotherhood to this industry um and even though i just did my toe in it i i do feel that solidarity with all the people that have read audiobooks because it's a small number right but yeah it's an art it's harder than it seems i would say i bet especially keeping it slow that was my biggest thing i had to slow down so it's really hard it's really hard work you got to be really focused and definitely not high. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you know you needed to slow down? No yeah. one that was the one thing down. when I interviewed, they were like, read this. Okay, great. Yeah, you're, you'll be good. Just slow down a little bit. <laughs> that was it. The last piece of feedback I ever got. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I do. I mean, like, I do think whoever narrates audiobooks, like, I've definitely stopped reading or listening to some because of the narrator. And like, I flew through sharp objects and I think a big part of it was like the narration, the woman who was doing it. It was just awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the book is really good, but I also watched the mini series. So I kind of knew what was happening, but like, uh, I was actually talking to my friend Lisa about it and she was like, yeah, I would like think about that woman's voice like throughout the day. Like, uh, and I have no Harry Potter knowledge, but I, uh, I am told that the guy who narrates the Harry Potter books is like a, he's our God, you know, in the brotherhood, he's our God. Yeah. (laughs) I, I read, I listened to the Ronan Farrell book, the the recent mm, one. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Thank you. I was forgot the name of it. Um, I was I I've re, I actually listened to a lot of audiobooks, and I thought that was so weird because no, he like no, I'm just thinking he narrates it himself, but he also takes the liberty to do character voices for people. Oh, Did you listen to it? Uh, oh. I do or. Uh, Uh, it was very strange because it's like he's not an actor or anything and he like in some of the cases did like like kind of like I don't know like accents for different people and stuff like that what? and it was like I just was reading like you really didn't need to do this you <laughs> really that. didn't need to like I, I mean I have to believe his <laughs> like he didn't have anyone else like he wrote it he did he narrated trying it. To make a jump. Like at some point, I guess, but it was just such an odd choice. Uh, I sometimes don't mind it. Like I, I listened to a, a, a one on Jim Henson that had some like Muppets and stuff. Like they would like read. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one guy reading the book, and then he would. Uh, it was something just it was just about Jim Henson. But like 
he would talk in like the <laughs> Muppets voices from time to time. So it was, like estimated. And <laughs> I thought it was just a tasteful mu- touch of Muppet. <laughs> touch of Muppet. Uh, Ronan Farrell was not. Anyway, man, I wish I was in the Brotherhood. I'm very jealous. Yeah, it's a pretty tight-knit group, so everyone wants to be <laughs> in it, but not everyone can, unfortunately. I'm talking real shit, Okay, Muppets, uh, I, I got y'all in here. We gotta cool it with the narration, okay? We're doing an audiobook. It's the autobiography of Jim Henson. Uh, I got, I got you in here. Thought it'd be, we just want a little touch of Muppet, okay? You don't have to go all, um, full, full Muppet on this, okay? <clears throat> Waka waka. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm talking about. I, I got coffee with you this morning, and it was very just above board, pretty not animated at all. Okay, so you want me to talk like I did when I got coffee? Yeah, there we go. Great. Uh, but what about a little bit of uh, you know, <laughs> you know, just a little bit of riffing? <laughs> Okay, I feel like you're hamming it up for the audiobook. Uh, I saw you get into a dispute with uh, somebody who took your parking spot out front there, Kermit. So I don't think. Uh, yeah, well, that motherfucker knew what he was doing. <laughs> okay. Just keep it, uh, keep it cool, okay? We're just doing a. It's. The where you're narrating the autobiography, a dash of Muppet would be nice. We don't need to go full Muppet, okay? So I take I accept your note, but um, right. we are doing a, doing some of the. Uh, we should put a little. You're asking for not to not go full Muppet, just half Muppet. Um, <laughs> and as an actor, I have to say I find it confusing. I'll do my best, but great. Uh, one can't portray Fozzie as. Uh, without going full fuzzy or piggy. Okay. Well, we haven't we haven't even gotten to the Muppets yet. This is about Jim Henson riding his bike, falling off, scraping his knee on the grass, and then coming up with the idea for uh, the Kermit song about <clears throat> it's not easy being green, right? So we don't actually. All I need you to do is narrate him falling off the bike. Uh, remember, supposed it's- to emphasize lots. <laughs> During that story, when it's all about me and being green, that's very important. <laughs> okay. Well, I just think I think you're uh, you're playing your hand a little early. Is all right. We just want to. It's a sad day. <clears throat> the rain's coming down. He got yelled at and picked on at school. He's riding his bike home. He slips. He falls in the grass. Okay, that's it. Just very upfront. <clears throat> Then we can dash it in with a little Muppet later, okay? So we'll take it from the top. Anybody wants to, uh, we just want you to narrate. Okay. That was another thing, because there's 12 of us around this microphone. (laughs) We're all sort of stepping in and out as we do the characters. It's a lot of improvisation. It's a lot of, uh, I'll start. I'll, I'll bring us there. Great, please. Jim rode his bike down a North Carolina roadway. Great. 
you're going to comment from there? Sorry, I'm sorry. I should be in the booth. I didn't realize. <laughs> Can you get out back of the booth. ears? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm pushing the button. Go for it. <clears throat> Jim rode his bike down the North Carolina Parkway. <clears throat> A little drizzle came from the June sky. Uh, a little pond. He saw a little pond over uh, on the right side of where he came from, uh, where there was a group of small frogs singing a song along with their leader, Kermit the Frog. That's me, Ray. That's my cue. <laughs> waka waka, you bet it is. <laughs> okay, oh, got me. Oh, Kermy, sing more of the song for me. Okay. Sing more of the song for me, Kermy. All right. God. Ah, they shot me out of a cannon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working, I'm working on my gonzo. Okay. When I do a gonzo, is it throat or nasal? Uh, I think it's more nasally. If I, You're going to want to do more nasally. But gonzo... We're saving Gonzo to the end. We want people to get to the end of the book before we even get any Gonzo, okay? Smart. Great. Did you have notes? Or? Yeah. Uh, Kermit, can you just stay on script? Uh, you popped in there seemingly like it caught you off guard. Okay, that's note one. Sorry. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, note two. Um, uh we don't need to throw in Miss Piggy for any reason yet. Okay, uh, well, that's I'd coming like in to later. Hear more about Miss Piggy. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm worth it. The Muppets aren't the Muppets without Piggy. Muppets are Muppets without Piggy. Okay, look, I. Yeah, man, you can't have the Muppets if you're not going to have Piggy. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. I'm <laughs> okay. Um, I, there's twelve of us here. Yeah. He's just gonna do all. Is he just gonna do all the voices? There's twelve of us here, so. And I. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to say anything, but. <laughs> okay. Actually, there's no. Twelve of us here. That uh, actually, we can have. Uh, <clears throat> Fozzie, take a take a go get take five. Um, and I then bid you, you do. Great, thank you. And then if you want to pick up, um, Kermit, also, if you want to, uh, you can take a five if you want. You can go to... S- I don't need to, to wait. I'm ready to work. I'm ready okay. to go. All right. Great. Um, uh, let's pick up uh, from where he left off, okay? There's the... Um, he's getting home, runs up to his room, starts writing down the song, okay? I'm sorry, did you want me? did you want me back? <laughs> so it's me, right? I'm just gonna read my line. Yeah, Kermit. Okay, I'll get out of here. It's you. Not, you know, I think right here would be a good time for me to sing It's Not Easy Being Green. I think that'd be a really good idea. <laughs> I hear you. The note's been taken. But we're not just going to break into a song in the middle of the book, okay? Well, I really feel like you're tying my hands here. You're not really giving me full range to do what I want to do and do what I'm good at, which is being Kermit the Frog. I got it. I'm not trying to 
tie your hands, okay? I, I just want to make this palatable to the ears. Because I feel like this was supposed to be covered in my, in my, uh, in my contract. The Swedish chef? I can try and get him, but I think he's busy right now. <laughs> I told him to be available for this in case we needed to get him on the line. Well, I'll give him, I'll try him. Ring. Is he not answering? Muted it. <laughs> oh, he's here. He's on. I got him. Ask him. <laughs> ask him if I can sing. It's not easy being green. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Mister uh, Swedish Chef, uh, your client Kermit here w- is demanding to get a little singing in on the audiobook. I said it's not part of the contract. He insisted I call you. <laughs> Give All right, you give me the phone. Okay. All right, here you go. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> no, that is that is not true. That's absolutely false. You told me the contract would allow me to sing. It's not easy being green. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's again. One of the voice actors has crawled onto a balcony. <laughs> hey, you know what my favorite part about this book was? <laughs> the end. Ah! Yeah, the the amusement park was so fun, right? Like, got to get cotton candy. We got to ride the giant dipper. Love the dipper. Yeah. You know what I always wanted to do? Like, let's go to this the part of the park where we could go in and record our own audiobook. <laughs> uh, okay, but we only got <laughs> parks only open till eight thirty. So, but like, didn't you always want to like wonder what that's like to be an audiobook narrator? Like, you can do that in a real life professional studio. You just have to pay twenty five dollars. You can go that's home. More? What? It's it costs more to do the audiobook engineer part of the yes. park. And then you can have it and then like you could submit it, you know, maybe to like America's Got Talent or or do they still do Star Search? Like you could submit that and no. discover. Hey, listen, I'm having I, I, you know, I guess we got to do a couple of things I wanted to do. We did get to do the you did do the dipper with me. I I don't mind doing it. I just don't want it to take all day, you know? But real talent has no time bounds. You know I'm Yeah, like- but the day past us. It's one day we get one day at the park, you know? It close at 8:30. As long as we can do, do uh as long as we can get on uh uh <laughs> as long as you can get on the Superman ride by the end of the day, I'm good. Do you not have a dream for yourself? Don't, are you are you saying that your voice and my voice we don't have what it takes to be in the likes of the person who who did the Harry Potter audiobook? 
Listen, we could. I'm just saying we paid for the day at the amusement park. You're like pursuing a career here or like looking for a stepping stone into a, a what sounds like a voice acting career. I, I'm saying let's do the Superman ride, maybe hit the dipper a couple more times. Uh, in Iron Wolf, they let you stand up. I mean, this. <laughs> Fine. We'll do it. Don't pout. I don't want to do, have a pouty day at the park now. No, that's okay. I understand the line is very long for the Superman ride. I can just use it. I'll use it to, to get myself prepared for when we go in that booth. I can't. Let's just go to the booth. You're going to pout, right? We'll bring some kind of candy there. Go to the booth. To the booth. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. Look at all the different microphones they use through the years. This place is cool. Yes, this is actually a historic site dedicated by the state government. These are all authentic microphones. Yes. Books on Very good. Tape. Books on tape. Can we get to the uh, studio? Uh, you've sort of been taking your time giving us a tour. I, I, I know you're wearing a vest. I'm not even sure if you work here. Well, this is uh, actually the historic tour of booth that proceeds. I don't want this. This is a part of the, the package. This was a part of the $145 package that you purchased. I thought it was 25 motherfucker. I gave you my credit card. I went to get a snow cone. And yeah. also I forgot to mention no photography. There will be a portion where we take a photo of you and you're welcome to look at the photo, but you cannot have it unless you purchase it for what are you doing with the photo? The photos are for us unless you want to buy them. I don't trust that. If we continue with the tour, uh, look above this archway here and you'll see Notched into it is the name Jim D. Now, that was actually written by Jim Dale himself when he visited this. Jim who? Excuse me? Jim who? You don't know who Jim oh, Dale is? I apologize. I apologize. Are you with this man? Yeah. Um, yep, and I gravely apologize for his, <laughs> his ignorance. Sweetheart, don't walk away from me. I'm not here to educate you about the history of audiobooks. I'm just describing to you this specific historical site. But I would encourage you to do your own research, sir, and get some context. Okay, I'd encourage you to have more fun at Six Flags. This is a bore. All right? I want to go throw up my lunch on the uh, X3 ride. Ma'am, you're dating this man? I am. You two are in a sexual relationship? And a romantic we one. Are. Got it. Sorry, I just wanted to. We check. have. Oh, wow. Jeez. We're usually pretty modest about that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, as for wow. this carving, this was made by Jim Dale himself when he made his pilgrimage here um, in his youth. And he actually credits with, uh, he credits his visit to this site, to this booth, as giving him the inspiration to pursue a career. And I think it's safe to say if this booth did not exist and this tour did not exist, we would not have Jim Dale. We would not have the audiobooks of Harry Potter. So, oh, that's who it is. At this point in the tour, I like to take a two minute minute uh, minute of silence to just reflect on the no. idea <laughs> and reflect on the world tour? that we might have if we didn't have this booth and we didn't have Jim Dale. You should have known who Jim should have known who Jim Dale. I'll start the two minutes now. I, I make I make you play that. 
I make you play that like before. I make you play it so that like I could get in the mood. You didn't know oh, God, that. you don't think that's. <sighs> she makes me. She... She makes me play Harry Potter audiobooks so we get horny together. <laughs> we we got we got to the next part of the ride. Okay, um you might be uh this is similar to um the castle at Disneyland. Uh you're going to look into the mirror. Uh we're going to have you read a line of dialogue and then it's going to tell you what audiobook you're going to narrate. Uh, <laughs> finally, God, that moment of silence went on for so long. Uh, great. So, um, uh, Jesus Christ, it's 3 a.m. Okay, eh? <laughs> uh, okay, uh, ma'am, if you want to go first, uh, I have to be at work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we need it quiet while she reads the line. <laughs> Um, it is, uh, I will not eat them on a train. I will not eat them, uh, <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> and, uh, you'll read that and it'll tell you what the audiobook you're going to narrate. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I will not eat them in the train. I will not eat them in the rain. Ooh. All right. Uh, you will be narrating. The Deathly Hollows. Uh, so if you'll go uh, to this door to the left, um, you'll get uh, a break every two hours. Um, <laughs> what? Yes. I'm so tired. Sir, it's now your turn. Uh, huh? I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's I will not eat them in the, uh, in, on a train. I will not eat them in the rain. Go ahead. I will not eat them on a train. I will not eat them in the rain. I mean, what is this? All right. Ooh. And you will be reading uh, a self-published novel uh, <laughs> by a failed doctor uh, who attempts to kill his <laughs> wife uh, and accidentally severs off his own penis. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't want to read it. <laughs> it's 16 hours. Um, and you'll be in this booth over here. Okay. We come to the booth with Josh where the author is waiting inside. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to meet you. I've been waiting for hours to meet who's got to narrate my book. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, I don't want you to insult you, but I, I don't want to do this. Uh, um, I've got a really important business meeting tomorrow. Uh, I wanted to burn, blow off some Steve at Six Flags, <laughs> ride the X3, stand up on the Iron Wolf, uh, take Superman to the top. I did the dipper. I, I don't know how I'm here now, but it feels like you expect me to work. And I, uh, um, by the way, did you cut your penis off? <laughs> I like to keep the distinctions between my fiction and my real life blurry, if you know what I mean. Okay, because your jeans are bleeding. Well, that's something else. Well, listen, Josh, right? Yeah, Josh, yeah you got it. I've you been know, yeah. waiting for someone to come into this booth and read my book for over 18 months now. So, Jesus, you've been living in here? I feel like you and I are fated. We are sealed together. And we are going to make this audio book best freaking audio book anybody's ever heard what okay. do you say let's yeah let's just start i want to see my wife 
All right. So Go yeah. to a montage. <laughs> He's reading into a microphone. He starts off kind of slow. <laughs> the author's like throwing like papers at him, swatting him around, like directing him. <laughs> They're both in a full sweat. It's sexier, <laughs> sexier. <laughs> sexier. There's a part where he's like trying to catch a chicken in the alleyway for a little while. <laughs> Cut back into the recording booth. He's got a bandana on. He's sweating a lot. <laughs> he's getting like muscles. <laughs> yeah, like a like a frozen pig hanging on a hook behind him. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the wife <laughs> is done and sitting outside waiting in six bucks. <sighs> uh, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> You're already loose, Josh. You're already loose. Let's go. Oh my God, there's Bill Gates. Uh, sweetheart, I'm going to, I'm going to go over there and talk to him. We're like kind of, uh, we're sort of. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know if he'll want that? Nah, we, we have a lot in common. We're kind of, it's kind of just a brotherhood tech guys. And do you remember last week I fixed the, uh, I fixed the Roku remote? Yeah. yeah what? You, broke you don't need to tell him that. But I'm going to share that with him and we'll be off to the races. Well, I just don't want, I don't want you to embarrass me. I'm about to I'm careful. about to network with one of the richest men in the world and of course and you don't want to support me on that. Network, you're going to go up and ask for a selfie. That's not I'm going to go up and talk tech. You're seeing him at the Milwaukee airport. I'm amazed he's even here. He's in he's see, he's kind of inviting it on. He's a tech guy just like me. Remember hey, remember the just go. You know what? Just go. I'll be here. Okay. And when I, I'll look over and I'll wave to you and I want to introduce, introduce you and you'll come in and you'll close the deal. And then. Sure. Back in. <laughs> I can get over sure. to Bill Gates uh, with his wife, Melinda Gates. Oh my God. I think that's Peyton Manning. I'm going to go over there. <laughs> We're kind of in the same brotherhood. Remember last week I threw the Roku room, Roku about at you. Oh, and it was a perfect. A perfect fire. <laughs> We're in the same brotherhood. I'm going to go over there. <clears throat> These two guys awkwardly walk up to each other. <laughs> um, hi. Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. You're Bill, right? Mr. Gates? <laughs> That's correct, Mr. Peyton? Uh, Mr. Manning? Mr. Manning. You can... <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's talk uh, tech let's talk football no i I talk football all the time that part of my life is behind uh, me (laughs) i talk tech all the time you you don't have to dumb down for me we're part of the same brotherhood i agree we are um just the other day i had a roku remote i also had a roku remote and um my wife stepped on it (laughs) is the story Uh, my wife Oh, well, my wife needed it to change the channel. <clears throat> oh, yeah? So I threw it. Perfect spiral. Oh. Well, we broke our remote, and I was able to fix it with just a little... Uh, I I took the back screw off the remote and took it apart, and it just had shaken the... Uh, uh, I basically put in new batteries. 
Jesus. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt this <laughs> meeting of the minds here. Here's the. We're late. We gotta. You get, gotta, we get, gotta get, get to our day. I'm talking. This is the klutz that broke the remote. By the way. <laughs> is, Excuse me. I'm you don't want to meet go. Bill Gates, I'll, I'll sweetheart. I'll see you with the Gates. Okay. <laughs> Good to see you, Mr. Gates. Nice to see you, Giselle. Is that right? No. Oh, that's that's not pretty, and I'm sick of that. Okay, Yikes. I am on my own. You hit a nerve there, Bill. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Oh my god! Do not let my wife see you flipping me off. She uh, does not take kindly to that. <laughs> I'll do it again. I, I wouldn't do that I around uh, Melinda. Yeah, what's Melinda gonna do? <laughs> Pay me? Give me all of her Sweetheart. money. Sweetheart. What is, did I see two middle fingers <laughs> in the air? You have to excuse hmm. us. All those years in football got us a little brutish and rowdy. <laughs> You'll have to excuse Melinda. She's used to bullying her way into philanthropy. So um, she can be a bit of a... Melinda, I'm sorry. All right. Uh... You know, or what? You're I'm sorry for my rude wife. Her? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Sweetheart. Bill Gates insults your wife and then you apologize to his wife? In what world is that right? I'm trying to make it in the tech world. You wouldn't understand because you're not a part of the brotherhood. You say brotherhood one more time. I'm ripping your ticket up. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't rip my ticket up. Don't do it. Okay. Let's talk oh, tech. So what? Are, okay. Yeah. So, if you so, wanna... so what are your big ideas? I got some ideas. Well, I think if you ran a button hook next time, uh, you get the opportunity. A, just a button hook? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Against what? Are you trying to split up the zone? Did you know that we do a lot of charity work? We own multiple charity organizations. You might want to know about that, Mr. Gates, but instead you're talking about button hooks? What is wrong with you, man? Don't look. I think we got off on the wrong foot. And my wife and I would like to invite you to our cabin in the woods. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. We could. What uh, woods? Are we talking Aspen? Um deep, deep Aspen. Deep, uh, <laughs> deep Aspen. there's only one road going in and out um that's tech stuff we're about to join the illuminati hey let me ask you something bill (laughs) they start they put put his arm around you're not coming to the deep ass that's it i'm ripping it up Thank you so much for being on the Meet and Improv. Uh, that was a blast. Yeah, thank um, you both. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for coming on and getting silly with us. Um, let's uh, let's go around and promote, or you give you a chance to promote or uh, talk about whatever you like. Instagram handles, Twitter handles, where can people find you? Let us know. Uh, let's start with you, Sarah. Where, where can people look up your stuff? Ooh, again, my username is Zimmer underscore down. So if you want, oh, and then another underscore, you find me there. But yeah, uh, I'm kind of on Twitter, but 
you know, you can join the like 250 followers. <laughs> there you go. And uh, you had some good, in, you went to one of the very first protests uh, in Los Angeles. And I've, yeah, that, that stuff's all on my Instagram and in your highlights, right? Handles, so if you want to check that out, yeah. I found that illuminating, just like, you know, a, basically a report, first-hand report from the ground of what happened on that. Was it the first day in Beverly Hills? Was it the Beverly Hills one or the downtown one? Yeah, it was the third in Fairfax one. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I thought that was interesting, so check that out. Uh, Amalia? Um, I'm on Instagram uh, at Amalia Aki um, and at Lotions11. Um, and people can write me letters if they want to. <laughs> and uh, Casey, uh, follow the Meet Improv podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome, Jake. Um, uh, I don't have much right now. Um, but you can go to weimprov.org. Um, Check that out for classes, uh, workshops, and I'm doing like every two weeks a free session on something new and different. Uh, I'm going to be doing one. Uh, it will probably be up next week. Um, uh, a, a workshop on how to on teaching. So I'm going to do a teaching uh, teaching workshop uh, for people who want to check that out. That'll be free. So. Uh, go to weimprov.org. Interesting. Cool. Um, I'm at Josh Simpson on Instagram, Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. Uh, nothing really here either at the moment. So uh, the Meat Improv is on all the social media stuff at the Meat Improv. And we have a Patreon with an extra bonus episode every week where Jake and I talk shop and also uh, access to our Discord channel. Uh, so that's at www.patreon.com slash the Meat Improv. Um, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on The Meat Improv. Improv. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.